This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Tuesday, January 26th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. New moves to reverse Trump's water agenda. CARB eyes Kern County emissions again and progress with Taiwan. Farmers can expect restaurant markets to reopen in California. Governor Gavin Newsom lifted the statewide stay-at-home order on Monday. The decision reverts all but four counties to the purple-tier status, allowing for outdoor dining and wine tasting with meals. At a press briefing, Newsom cited progress in the number of hospitalizations for COVID-19, yet the state capacity for intensive care units remains at 0%, which was the initial indicator for issuing the order. Republicans said the decision was in response to a growing recall initiative, though Newsom brushed off those claims as, quote, complete, utter nonsense. Biden administration targets Trump water decisions for review. The White House has released a long list of regulations targeted for review by the new administration. Among them is a biological opinion governing the long-term operations of the Central Valley Project and State Water Project. The Fish and Wildlife Service, along with the Commerce Department, will review the 2019 assessment. The administration has said it will pause litigation over regulations like this. Several lawsuits are currently directed at the Trump administration's biological opinions, including one for the Newsom administration that immediately stalled negotiations over voluntary agreements for Bay Delta outflow. The EPA is also reviewing a change to the 401 certification rule for the Clean Water Act. Attorney General Xavier Becerra said the Trump administration's change undermined the state's authority for approving or denying certifications for water projects. The legislature approved a measure last year allowing the state water board to undercut the rule change, which Central Valley lawmakers called a water grab that hurts farmers. Kern County towns may be next for emissions reduction grants. The Air Resources Board will consider next month whether to include the combined towns of Arvin and Lamont in South Kern County with the AB 617 Community Air Protection Program. Sitting at a geographical bowl alongside the foothills, the area traps harmful air pollution and the entire community is considered economically disadvantaged. According to a staff report, the source of pollution is, quote, large-scale agriculture practices, concentrated warehouse distribution centers, and oil and gas farm development. The report recommends a community air monitoring system along with incentives and policies for emissions reduction. Remember, the area was selected by the same San Joaquin Valley Steering Committee that called for the Department of Pesticide Regulation to develop a pesticide notification system for the town of Shafter, also in Kern County. That effort has created a tense conflict between DPR and the county ag commissioner. Several environmental activists are listed as members of the committee. House Ag gets seven new Republicans. House Agriculture Committee is adding seven new Republican members, all but one. Texas Representative Michael Cloud are first-term members. The others, Kat Kamick of Florida, Randy Finstra of Iowa, Michelle Fishback of Minnesota, Tracy Mann of Kansas, Mary Miller of Illinois, and Barry Moore of Alabama. 
Co-ops welcome Biden's Made in America executive order. Farmer cooperatives hope a new Made in America directive from the Biden administration will lead to more U.S. products being used in the nation's school lunch program. President Joe Biden signed an executive order Monday to bolster the administration's domestic procurement practices across a variety of sectors and to create a specific role in the White House Office of Management and Budget for oversight. We're setting clear directives and clear explanations, he said. We're going to go to the core issue with a centralized, coordinated effort. The National Council of Farmer Cooperatives and the California Canning Peach Association both pointed to issues with serving canned Chinese peaches in 26 states, including Georgia and California, the top two peach states in the country. We should not be contracting to spend U.S. taxpayer money to purchase foreign source fruits and vegetables when the American farmer and worker is fighting to survive, CCPA President and CEO Richard Hudgens said in a statement. EPA asked Department of Justice to hit pause button on litigation. The Biden administration is asking a significant new step forward undergoing the regulatory relief provided by former President Donald Trump's Environmental Protection Agency. The agency has asked the Justice Department to pause litigation involving Trump-era rules that are being challenged in court. In a letter, acting EPA General Counsel Melissa Hofer asked that Department of Justice lawyers seek and obtain abiances or stays of proceedings and pending litigation seeking judicial review of any EPA rules issued by the Trump administration or seeking to establish a deadline for EPA to issue regulations. Why it matters? Well, the cases affected include challenges to the Navigable Waters Protection Rule, which replaced the Obama-era Waters of the U.S. Rule. Also affected, EPA's implementation of the National Environmental Policy Act. Keeping eye on the Cabinet, the Senate overwhelmingly confirmed Janet Yellen as Treasury Secretary last night. The National Cattlemen's Beef Association and many of its state affiliates are throwing their support behind three of Biden's nominees. Tom Vilsack for the Department of Agriculture, Michael Regan for EPA, and Catherine Tai for U.S. Trade Representative. NCBA has sent the Senate separate support letters on each nominee. The letter backing Regan says his previous experience with both EPA and North Carolina's Department of Environmental Quality will be exceedingly valuable as he seeks to foster productive relationships in his role as EPA administrator. Taiwan lifts more restrictions on U.S. ag. Taiwan has made it clear that it wants a free trade agreement with the U.S. and the country continues to lift barriers to ag trade. The USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service says the latest move by Taiwan was to remove restrictions that required U.S. blueberries and onions to go through an enhanced quarantine treatment that made it 50% more likely they would get inspected. Taiwanese President Tsai Ing-wen announced over the summer that the country would lift restrictions on ractopamine residue in pork and cattle slaughter age restrictions on beef. Bikem Chow, head of Taipei Economic and Cultural Representative's Office in the U.S., what essentially is Taiwan's embassy in Washington, attended Biden's inauguration. I look forward to working with the next U.S. administration and advancing our common values and interests, she said. 
Former USDA economists, vaccine key to ag economy. Former USDA chief economist Joe Glover says the Biden administration's rollout of vaccinations will be critical for quick improvement of the food and agriculture sectors. Getting the disease under control is going to be long-term what is going to get this economy going and bring people back to restaurants, said Glauber, who is now Senior Research Fellow at International Food Policy Research Institute. Glauber was speaking on a webinar in conjunction with the International Dairy Foods Association Annual Dairy Forum. Despite a reduction in COVID-19 cases at meat processing plants, the food supply chain is still vulnerable and needs a lot of attention to ensure the safety of plant workers and avert additional disruptions, Glauber said. Here's today's She Said It. Extremely frustrating and disappointing that we keep learning about COVID policy changes by press release. That state Senator Susan Rubio in response to Governor Gavin Newsom lifting the state stay-at-home order yesterday. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Tuesday, January 26th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Nally.